Black Juventini to the Juventini Tau, back to Black and White Podcast. My name is Daniel Anigro, and we're live from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And today we're going to be going through the game that happened this early morning, uh, Juve Lazio. And wow, was it an early morning. Um, just pulled the all-nighter, watched it, had brunch with the family in the morning. So I basically just zonked out, passed out right after, tried to get some semblance of a, of a nap before having to get up again. And guys... I don't know what is going on in this Twitter platform. Literally censorship going on. Guys not ha- not being happy. I literally lost. I don't know how many followers I really could give a shit, to be honest. Um, what pisses me off is people that I've had on this podcast and that I've actually respected and literally, you know, vouched for, had good conversations, th- thought that they somehow knew me, literally gone. So that's fine. You do you. Um, I'll do me and we'll be continuing. Like I said, as long as some people want to watch the show, we're going to keep pumping it out. And I, we got some we got some cool new things going on. Uh, I got some concepts uh, for kind of like a Saturday night show and possibly a, a, a daily show that's going to give you guys a lot quicker, uh, you know, response time and a lot, you know, shorter content and make it easier for you guys to just, you know, pick it up watch it get the get the main points and uh that should be coming out uh i think we're going to start trying a couple days you know during this international break just going over some uh uh some of the news that comes out obviously there's going to be injuries that we're going to have to talk about and then again maybe even talk about the azuri unfortunately we have to go through this whole ordeal but i'll ask that about uh, we'll talk about that in in, in a couple minutes but guys, thank you all for the support and who did stick around and all the messages saying, don't worry about it. You know, um, even, even some people that I was kind of, you know, even someone who I was, you know, arguing with, you know, going back and forth, bantering, whatever. And that's really all it is. Just respectful. And I mean, if I offended anyone, I really apologize. I didn't mean to. Um, but again, I'm, I'm not taking back anything that I said. I think I was on point in most of the day. And, you know, if you believe something one way, that's not something that should be defining people because uh, you don't know what my life is. I don't know what your life is. And really it's just, it, it's, you only have 138 characters and that's what I hate. I can't really pull my full, you know, position out there and how I actually feel and it gets misconstrued. And, you know, Jake, I think, uh, you know, he was one of them. He said, you know, I know you're taking a lot of heat. I'm like, Hey, no worries, man. Like I, it's, it's no hard feelings. So shout out Jake Vinciguera. Thank you for always coming on the show and we'll see him on the, the Sassuolo uh post game but you know it's just uh sure i'm gonna move that onto my uh i don't know why maybe just because it popped up and i wanted to put it up on my podcast channel and i just you know in the heat of the moment that's what flows out but guys it is what it is um again i'm gonna thank you guys for coming please drop a like subscribe if you if you guys enjoy youtube um itunes spotify google Podcasts, all that um, let us know where you're from. Let us know uh, you're here. Um, because, again, I still don't know who's in that Virginia group. Um, I really want to know. Um, we're getting a lot of num- We're getting some numbers from Italy as well, which is awesome to see. Lots of numbers all over the world. Um, Canada, coast to coast. So I, I appreciate that. Lots of places in the U.S. And, um, yeah, we have someone, obviously, from New York. Um, and... Uh, I want to bring him on. He's 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 a, a returning guest, but uh, thanks, Anthony, for coming on again. I appreciate uh, thank it. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Pleasure, yeah, man. man, it's been it's been fun. I mean, you're always liking my stuff, so you know I got to show yeah, the course. love. 
and um you know we're always kind of talking and guys i try and get back to all of you guys as much as i can but you know it's just getting ridiculous um you know when when conservatives try and say anything you know for me i'm looking at the big picture i'm looking at you know defending you know the jobs and the 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 ideals of, of the people of my province um not to speak like a politician or anything, but it's just like, I can see what's going to happen, you know, before it's happening. Like there's going to be some major changes and for people to just be like, Oh, well, how do you know who cares this, that Um, it's just irresponsible and it's just selfish and it's just ignorant. I mean, uh, like I've told you guys, I've, I was laid off for six months in this year and that's just with COVID. Um, And then people are crying about, you know, luggages and having to get their luggages checked when they have the chance to go work. Like, are you serious? Like, and then you're coming at me because I'm trying to worry about people that are their forties and through sixties that you think they're going to be easy. They're going to be able to just go back to school and train for other positions in this new high tech world, get off your high horse. And it's, again, it's all from California. It's all from these places that, you know, they're, 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 they're sitting on stacks of cash, like that, that, that are, are hypocrites. I drive in San Francisco and, you know, we're, we're talking about, you know, these, the let's end fracking. I'm on the 580. I look up at the hill and there's a tank farm all through the hill, man. So what is this nonsense? Stop. Let people have their opinions. Don't, don't be censoring. You don't like it. Say your piece and that's it or move on. Like, it's honestly a joke. It's honestly a joke. And I've moved on. Fine. Biden's won. But now I got to prepare myself and my pro and my country has to worry about uh, dealing with what's going to happen and the repercussions of our energy industry. How many people are going to get jobs? So, I mean, I don't want to rant about this. And, you know, I wanted to do, you know, kind of a separate podcast talking about this, but it's it seems to keep reoccurring. And, you know, I see people, you know, you know, Nalesh, thankfully, he's doing all right. I got to shout him out because he was close to a near, you know, apparently he's been telling me near, he's okay now, he's doing good. But like, he was close to a near-death experience. People are shouting me out saying, you know, it was really nice what you did and stuff like that. And and like, it's so total opposite. Like, it's like the people that are freaking out are all liberals. And literally everyone who's coming is that is a known conservative. It, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Like have, have some like uh, sympathy for people, have some, have some, you know, th- this is going to be a big change. And, and, and now all of a sudden after four years of, of shitting on someone uh, and, and making their life a misery to try and actually do stuff. And he, he still went through that in Trump. And now all of a sudden we're talking about unity where people are in the streets uh, celebrating with no masks, with coronavirus. no masks and Italy shutting down again. Like guys, like grow up. Like we have a lot of fucking, and then we don't, and then we got to start on this team as well. We got to get on this fucking team as well. That that literally we have fans that are either it's either Ronaldo simps, fucking people that aren't watching the fucking game, or people that literally are watching it in one forty one four four. What is it? One forty four p. They can't even see what the fuck is going on because I'm literally watching this game and I watched it a second time thinking. You took a 25 minutes where the team is sitting on their ass and sitting back as a scapegoat because you don't want to get into fucking Pirlo's bad books because you don't have the balls to blame the coach for, for what the display he put out there today. 
So like it's it's a it's a it's a bunch of things, and I'm sorry to rant, you know, at the beginning of this, Anthony, and and we'll get you in there, but but honestly, it's just ridiculous, man. Like today was a a, a, just a clusterfuck, a clusterfuck, and you know, this is why I have this podcast because you know, one, I like to talk, two, I can actually say what the hell I want to say, and you know, three, like I can rant about like just the nonsense. We're worrying about this shit now, and it's like we have so many greater problems and you're trying to make a guy that we're going to need even feel worse. Like, you don't think he's going to look at the media? <laughs> like, are you serious guys? Like, honestly, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. And actually this is, you know, it's it, it, the election put a wrench in my actual plans because I was supposed to have Anto, Anto on for 53 and we're on 56 now, and I don't know what I'm going to do with that spare episode, but literally, I was supposed to have him on, and I was literally going to rip the shit out of this club, out of these fans, these entitled fans that are like, because we won nine Scudetti, that means something, that means something, that they're that they're, they're scared to speak about the club, but they have no problem dusting up a kid that's trying to get back after, what, seven games? Seven freaking games. And, and, and you're acting like the whole season he's been shit. But then it's an Oscar. Oh, no, he wasn't as good last year. He wasn't as good last year. Even though the Serie A gives him the fucking MVP. Give your head a shake, guys. Like, honestly. These, you know what? We're turning into the, what the enemy. We used to shit on Real Madrid fans for giving their fucking legends and all this uh, flack. And you guys are doing the exact same shit. This guy, this, he, this guy wanted to fucking die for this, uh, for, to bleed for this. He decided to fucking stay last year after all that bullshit. And this is what you're coming out with? Are you serious? Are you actually serious? So let's get into the news, man. Obviously, Dybala's not going to yeah. go out on Argentina, uh, Argentina duty there in internet. And I think that could be really good for him. Hopefully, he's going to be, uh, you know, training, getting, you know, into better fitness Again, I still think that's lacking. Um, and hopefully he can get some, like, actual, you know, uh, confidence and maybe get his head out of this this social media contract bullshit, which the club could have easily solved by just signing. And, like, really? So, again, then let's get into this whole con- – he doesn't deserve 15 million. Really? He doesn't deserve 15 million? Name someone who scored as much as he had in these past years. Name someone. Six years in a row in Champions League consecutively scored. And, and we're talking about like he doesn't, des- but we have no problem with paying Cristiano 31 million. <laughs> we have no problem with that. Next, and Rabiot and Ramsey. Anyway. Um, upwards Ramsey, of what, seven and, yeah, Ramsey, yeah. seven and a half million injured again. But you're telling, and people are saying, oh, he's a seven, eight, nine million player. Are you fucked? Are you actually <laughs> fucked? Like, this club is becoming an actual disgrace in in itself you know in terms of you know the the logo and accepting giving what it means i wrote i wrote a you know a three piece uh thread on uh on the 100 uh, or on the 123rd anniversary of this club being founded and you know what obviously the fans are one way and that statement is another way it's completely different no values no history, no moral, no, no, no nothing with this. This club's dead. This club is dead. And uh, now we got to worry about Ronaldo getting hurt as well. That's another thing. 
um, literally, but now he's got to go to his Portuguese medical stuff for whatever yeah. the hell that means. I guess he just needs – he wants to see if he can get six goals against Lithuania or whoever the fuck they're <laughs> playing this weekend to get those to- totals up. So that's why he's going. Um, Chiesa with a thigh injury. He's not going to join the Azzurri. That's good. Rest up. Hopefully we can get him back. He's been doing phenomenal. Um, and uh, I, I think there was a lot of good performances today, actually. And I thought there was a lot of mediocre performances today. And we're literally trending on the same uh, pain points, on the same talking points that we've been going on. Um, I literally called this against Spezia. The same thing happened <laughs> against Fetting Vados, even though we see these 4-1 wins and we're like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> everything's good. We're Ronaldo scoring. Like, uh, again, clueless. Um, and then Pirlo keeps making the same mistakes. Um, yeah, he hasn't learned. What have your thoughts been at? Because I know I haven't had you on for a while, but yeah. l- let's hear. Like, what have you been thinking about this year? You know, the past couple games. Uh, I want to let you talk because I've been going on yeah. for too long. I need a little bit. I need a water break. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, overall, since the start of the Serie I mean, in general, I feel like there's only been a couple key players that have been having solid performances game in and game out. Like you could pick out a couple of them, like Danilo, uh, uh, Ronaldo. You could have um, Bonucci again. Like you still have the mediocre performances that we've been seeing from last season carrying on. So we've had some um, new upbringings. Like Morata has been really good for us since he signed. Uh, Kulosevsky, of course, like all these new players coming in. But Pirlo, again, still showing his inexperience throughout all these games. Um, Today we saw him make some more mistakes. Bernadeschi, in my opinion, is a, he, I don't understand. He, every time he's come on, he's made somewhat of a mistake. But Pirlo still is inconsistently bringing Bernadeschi on when we, meet, when we need to keep or draw a game. McKenney, when I don't know McKenney today, even though he's been solid through his performance today, I don't think it was a good sub by Andre Pirlo to bring in McKenney. Like, yeah. based on today's goal, I mean, I feel on the goal part of, even though you want to blame other players for today's goal, in defense, McKenney was one of those players standing next to Bonucci, not really helping Bonucci, yeah. Mark Caicedo win the goal. Well, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Don't yeah. go, don't go yeah. too far because, guys, you're gonna uh, you're either gonna like it or you're gonna hate it, and I really don't give a shit. But we're gonna go through that goal, like play by play, and again, it's literally. Um, we look we look at when they made the substitutions, and I, I think you've made a good point. I I, I don't necessarily give McKenney a fault because yeah. that was just the style the team was playing, like. Everybody didn't look good at, at, at yeah. that point. Like, we were sitting back. Like, <laughs> to make a point of saying certain players during a defense, basically sitting back and parking the bus in your half, literally, does anyone have, you know, a shred of common sense, a shred of, like, realizing the situation? Like, I don't understand. And we, we, we get into... Um, those moments at the end and it's like why are we shocked why are we actually shocked and you know just to name some players i mean the bench the bench situation is the bench situation like i said we didn't we don't have chiesa yeah. um artur is he you know really fit enough maybe you could say to put him on um we have portanova who didn't look great in in that one game that he started um we have dragusin as a, as a defender but really at that point 
Demidal and Bonucci, I think were all right. I wouldn't say they were amazing. Yeah. I think they did an, a, a decent enough job uh, to keep us at one nil. But defensively as a team, we were, we're lacking. We were letting Lazio do whatever the hell they wanted. And let's get into this lineup now. And, and I'm just going to read these off from what I wrote down because I have them a little different, um, unfortunately, on, on my, uh, my laptop. Obviously, tech and goal, no surprise. Then we got Danilo, Bonucci, Demiral as the three at the back. Which, again, guys, I don't know if you want to take this as a four or a three. Essentially, you know, we're playing with four on the, def- on the defensive side. Um, so again, uh, is it, it does does Juve get like a kick out of throwing six hundred formations on like oh we get to use a new graphic today let's line it up like this like I uh, it, it's stick with some consistency then we got four the four obviously being Frabotta Rabiot Bentancur and Quadrado Kulusevski they said was the tw- trequartista but I thought he was moving around all over the place you could easily have said he was go- oh he was on on the right wing right mid. Uh, various spots throughout, throughout today. Um, but that was pretty much it. Lazio in a 3-5-2. Radu, Acerbi, Lu- Luis Felipe uh, as their center backs. Reina and goal. Again, they don't have Stracosha, which I thought was a big loss for them, even though it wasn't necessarily the reason why uh, they conceded uh, on the Ronaldo goal. Um, then they have Fares, Luis Alberto, Cataldi, Malinkovic-Savic, and Maruzic on the right side. Correa and uh, Marik Muriki, uh, as who was from Fenerbahce, new, new signing from them, but obviously that means that Immobile isn't playing, and also someone who isn't slotted in there is Lucas Leva, who's another big loss for them. So, again, we're not playing, not to say that the, this Lazio side wasn't, you know, a good side, but it wasn't the, be- the best that they could get. Um, what did you think about the formation? Do you, I mean, obviously, we're hampered, but. What do you think about how we're playing um, offensively and defensively? And um, do you like who the selection was today? I mean, I mean, today I didn't have much of a problem with the lineup considering the injuries that we had and the players out. Pirlo, I mean, he made the same like kind of formation he's going to where we had starting at three back and then moved to a 4-4-2 in the game. I thought defensively, exactly. um, the Danilo again has been probably one of our most impressive players this season. And offensively, we I felt we were pretty strong going forward. But Rabiot and Benson Cor in the midfield, I felt were one of the low points for the game since they weren't able to control the game through uh, tough like most of the times. And Milinkovic yeah. Savic was like a big outclass compared to them. Like Rabiot was good in the air; he didn't he didn't let much go through him. But I felt Benson Cor was very wasteful and sloppy during his passes and let the ball go into our half too many times than it should have. Yeah, and I mean, speak of these fullbacks, and, and I actually thought Frabotta did really well today. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think there should be any doubt in this kid again um, until he makes a like massive world blunder. Um, but literally, there should be no issues um, putting him as a left back, Danilo as a right back, and Cuadrado getting off the face of the earth. Um, but again, Cuadrado wasn't, he didn't have a horrible game. I'm not going to, you know, shit talk them every game but again the defensively we all know his he's got his errors and if you don't want to admit that and you just want to look at the one side that he makes cross he makes the one cross every three games then that's fine you can do that that's your opinion you're you're free to say that but i mean 
Frabotta, I think, was good. Rabio, I think, was decent. I agree, yeah. though. That, like, he did make some good plays, did get make some good, take some good shots um, and runs. But uh, again, yeah, I think there was, uh, we were missing almost that three. We needed mm-hmm. that three. I agree. We needed that extra guy where the two, and even though I'm, I wasn't liking uh, our mids making those runs because we have a guy in Dybala that, that is not forced to come back, but we won't get into that because he obviously didn't start the game. Um, let's look at some of the match stats um, before we get into the minute by minute. I think this is going to be the, the minute by minute is going to be the, you know, the thing you guys are waiting for. So let us know if you got to, if you get to that point again, drop in the comments where you guys are from questions, comments, uh, please smash the like button. Please smash the subscribe. Let's get us to hundred subs guys. And let's get that watch time up. And um, yeah, let, let, let's continue on. So Juve had 46% possession in this game. And I know a lot of that was because we were sitting back in the second half. Um, I thought there was good points at the beginning of the second half. First, first half, I think we we weren't intense at all. Uh, at, at certain points at the start, wasn't the intensity we needed. So Lazio takes 54% of the possession. In terms of shots, 11-5 on goal for us, 14 on goal, or 14 for them, 4 on goal for them. Now, something I noticed, last few games, you've been getting hitting over 500 passes. So I hope this isn't a trend. We were just short at 498. I think we made about 402 successfully at 88%. And uh, Lazio was at 578 with 86.9% pass accuracy. Now, the reason why I mentioned is because this new setup and this way we've been wanting to play is all hinging on, you know, being able to make the right pass at the right time. Unfortunately, you know, 88, I, th- I still think is pretty good. But the sheer numbers of being almost 100 passes less in the game just shows, you know, who was really moving the ball. Now, I think we moved the ball well in, in a lot of situations. We were very wasteful. Um, and we'll get into that in a minute. But, uh, yeah, I don't know what the zone was on. Is that who you used for, or are you in the ESPN Plus game? No, I was using ESPN Plus. So, I don't know if you noticed this at the beginning of the game, but the zone was literally, like, it was showing the Atalanta game. Like it, it was literally just showing an empty stadium for like the first thirty seconds. Yeah, they did that to start. Okay, the game as well. so you, yeah. you got that as well. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, and yeah. I was like, and I saw the time going, and I'm like, is this a like, is this a glitch? So the zone fix your shit, Serie A fix your shit. Um, that's unacceptable. But anyways, first two drives from Lazio, we were really poor. They were passing at will, moving the ball around, moving in the box. No pressure, no no real press. Way too easy, way too easy for a team that's good enough to to score against us and is is, is good enough to take advantage of their chances. That's initially. Then when we get into the sixth minute again. Another Lazio easy counter attack. Fullbacks again, way too high. Okay, if you're gonna have guys that high, the like you have to have a common ground. I keep saying this like. You can't be all out and you can't be all defensive. Like we're and to me, seven games in, and Pirlo hasn't really, you know, moved that needle where it's like we're way too high and anything, you know, they just kick the ball. They can literally just kick the ball and kick and run. And 
they're finding the passes and they're countering on us. Do you find, is it just me? Or or are you seeing this as well? Yeah, I agree. Compared to other seasons where we look so organized in defense and now you look at it now, um, like I feel like the defense is extremely exposed when the other team are attacking us. And I think, like you said, that when the fullbacks are high, this is one of the reasons causing it. Yeah. And I I think they just get caught weight. Like, they get too involved. And I don't know if it's just this new mentality of they're thinking, oh, they have to stay up. It's like you have to use your sensibility and know that if the ball's not going to go there, you got to start coming back. Because of any mistake, any loss of the ball, you know, they pick our pocket, they're gone, they're going the other way. And it literally happened like about 60 times in this game. Um, and uh, like this was my pro, and again, we're, we're gonna, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna simp to uh, Alexandro, but this is why I can understand, you know, playing him, and and he was mentally sharp, as much as sh- people were shitting on him, he knew when to come back, or he knew maybe not to go up. Like that's what I like because everybody was like, oh, we need wingers to be bombing down the left or right, and you look at today, where we still only put in one goal. And the possibility to, to concede was very high. And sure, we had a lot of chances. We'll get into those. But uh, it's, it's just too, too high of a risk and not enough of a reward to be playing that all out, pushing up front. Um, and Cuadrado se- seemingly fell asleep a lot of the time this game where he'll be like, oh, okay. And then he'll just tr- try and sprint back, but it's too late. They're already, they're playing the ball. And you know, Lazio was sloppy as well. They, they, they messed up a lot of chances uh, as well they could, that they could have capitalized on. So it was kind of a tale of, you know, mistakes on both ends. Um, eighth minute, Ronaldo with a bad shot, pull up, indecisive again. Um, guys, if you're going to go start naming players, um, Look at the guy who's getting paid the most. Because someone was saying, well, you got to uh, – apparently Arian, the guy that, you know, is a known Cristiano fan and literally is is harping on Dybala. Again, horrible takes. Is going is, – is talking about, yeah, well, you got to look at your best players. Okay, multiple times this game, Ronaldo, inconsistent, indecisive, not knowing to do with the ball, shots that were, you know, average at best, and – literally scores a tap in so who's making the most money and who are we directing our criticism at um you can't keep resting on the laurels of scored seven goals when you got knocked out against leon and you got knocked out against ajax you can't rest on that till the cows come home that's not how it works okay uh this is progressive in in how we look at players so if sure you want to say Dybala, i can admit Dybala isn't looking good but again, this wasn't the game for him to really make the difference the way we played that style. So we continue on. Tenth, easy pickpocket. No one, no one's running back. And so again, literally what I speak go, goes into what I write. Fifteenth minute, Benton Kur with a nice ball to the right to open Quadrado. Um, I thought that was a great the great ball. And then again, like I said, Quadrado, nice cross into Ronaldo, tap in one nil. Easy peasy. What does Juve do? After every goal, like literally seems like every good action we make this year, let's sit back and invite pressure right away. Again, Lazio in the 20th minute had a really scary chance, um, easily crossing into the box. I believe it was um, Muriki that barely got a foot on it. Pretty much could have been a tap-in. It was a header, and then obviously he just missed uh, connecting on it to put it in. So again, we're scathed of that one. 
Um, again, sitting back on a one goal. And this is, again, without intensity, without pressure, 25 minutes into a game that you need to prove something because you really haven't played anyone this season. You haven't played Napoli. You haven't played. You look shit against Roma, who's now ahead of us. And everyone was shit-talking Roma, and now they're ahead of us. So just recall who you guys like to, you know, you guys like to banter on, on Twitter, but just stay in your, stay in our lanes. So again, 24, still inviting pressure. 26, again, Ronaldo stepovers, loses the ball, and he had Frabota making a perfect run that he completely missed. Again, Ronaldo fans won't talk about that. Juve fans literally that are blind won't talk about that. But again, we continue. 30th minute, Lazio walking around us. I rate Vergogna. Pretty much the same thing. Uh, Ronaldo, 36 minute with a miss again. Then in the 42nd, he gets a nice shot off the bar, but again, not connecting. So let's 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 hear the chatter. Let's hear it in the in the Twitter feed in the Twitter sphere. Um, Kulusevsky, great driving run in the 46 minute uh, from the right, draws the foul, and uh, Ronaldo puts a, a decent free kick, but Reyna, you know. No problem for him. And then we get to halftime. What I like, like I said, what I liked, 47 minutes. We have nice intensity. Benton shot testing the goalkeeper. I mean, sure. Um, he was a little reckless. I know he got that yellow card. And then, again, that was something I worried about. Uh, Pirlo didn't take him off. That's a, that's for a guy that knows to pick up cards um, and to leave him on. That, that was a risk, I guess. was he was He was lucky we got away with that. Um, 51st minute, uh, Juve had the advantage after Kulu got basically steamrolled. Um, Ronaldo wastes the ball again, tries to cross it, not even close, but again, that won't be talked about. 56 minute, great work by Morata again. I thought he was really good with his with uh, his work rate and, and and holding up the ball, making runs, deciding when to go through defenders, picking up uh, fouls from from the other from from Lazio. Um, CR7 cross, not good enough again. Uh, 57th minute, Rabio, nice tackle, leads to a run. Um, and a, a great shot from, from the left. Um, basically, there's a kind of a, a, a deflection. I get you guys don't know what I'm talking about. It gets to Ronaldo, Ronaldo gets the ball back after the rebound. He puts it into the middle with Morata, basically covered by four guys. So, again, the goat decision making that. This is what we're talking about. Like, this is why I love our fans. Like, our fans will literally defend this till the till till, but we'll have no problem slating a guy who's coming back off of. Anyways, uh, fuck me. Um, Ronaldo again, 60, 64th minute again with Kulusevsky, a great run, perfect ball to Ronaldo. Waits too long as always, and instead of taking the shot or even putting it back across. Um, I believe it was Felipe, Luis Felipe, basically makes a nice tackle, nothing out of it. Um, 67th minute, again, Ronaldo stepovers on the right, cross literally to no one. No one talks about it. 71st minute, Bentancourt foul, foul on a yellow, and that's the moment I'm like, we're 70 minutes in, um, and I want your opinion on, you know, who maybe he could have brought on. Maybe we, we didn't have, have the have the chat the chance to. But even if you gotta bring in Bernardeschi early, yeah. I mean we're on again, I and we were risking a lot. 
but still no subs in the 73rd minute, man. Like, mm-hmm. um, there was an instant where Lazio, but anyways, I want to get your take on, on the substitutions yeah. and just, you know, what were you seeing up to the 70th minute? Do you agree with kind of my analysis? I, I know I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm being hard on Ronaldo, but it's like okay. the amount of defense that this guy gets and if that's the case, you got to if you're going to take all the praise, you got to take the blame when you're not gonna, when you're not scoring, man. Like yeah. this game easily could have been put out of reach. And I could say the same for Lazio. They could have definitely scored. We might not even have won this game. So even what happened in the the last minutes literally, it's like it doesn't mean shit, guys. Yeah. Like this game could have been completely different. So let, let's hear your takes, uh, Anthony. I'm yeah, so I definitely <laughs> yeah. I definitely agree with you what you well, I definitely agree with what you're saying on Ronaldo. Um, I think, like, the fan base will say, okay, he scored a goal, but just because a player scores a goal doesn't mean he could be protected for basically the rest of the match with his bad decision-making. And just because of what he's accomplished in the past, even with our club, of course, he's had some brilliant moments with us. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that whenever he makes a mistake that he could be protected and say, oh, but um, how about you can't just put the blame on the rest of the team instead of putting the blame on our basically our main forward which the which is basically what Pirlo wants to base the team around look I agree that you said that perfectly and I think the whole team the team as a whole was shit to be honest yeah um we did not deserve to win the game um draw I think is fair on both sides but this is like this is how it sounds this is how it comes off when I have to hear about fucking Dybala it's the same like nitpicking and you know i hope i hope you ronaldo fans are on here to hear this because it's like this is what it sounds like 24 7 with every other player on this team and look it's you can fact check these go to every minute i talked about and find exactly what i'm talking about and literally you hear this excuse oh they're not putting the ball on his foot enough this that. it's like guy like honestly the excuses have run out, okay? Um, and people were talking about giving this guy an extension. Extension for what? Uh, uh, like, for, uh, I don't know what, what we're talking, and, and they want to ship a guy that's younger? Like, that, and we extend Ronaldo to have no value at that point? Like, because we need to pay our debts off? Like, honestly, this uh, this club is going to make me lose my head. Lose my head. Anyway, 76th minute, finally. Praise the Lord. Dybala on, Ronaldo off, because obviously of the injury, he, he connected with Felipe Luis. Or, uh, sorry. Um, I'd say Luis, Luis Alberto. Felipe. No, Luis, yeah, Luis, Luis Alberto. Alberto. He yeah. connected, and um, they both eventually went off, but in the 76th. And then McKenny coming off for Kulusevski. Now, Kulusevski, I thought, played pretty decent um, with some of the runs he made. Um, I think... Again, from what we saw from that moment on, uh, was a literal sitting back and parking the bus for the rest of this game. Um, so for anyone to say, "Oh, Dipolo," literally, we had ten behind the ball. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what, and bringing on McKenny was just you know shoring up a guy to win the ball, maybe try and push a little bit. So again, it wasn't horrible, right? You could tell what the team was trying to do at that moment. Um, but again, we're sitting back 80th minute. Dibala is at the top of our box, guys. The top of our box coming back 
to defend. But then all of a sudden we get on Twitter that like he's, oh, he's not playing well. Oh, he's got to pick it up. What do you want him to do with when we're playing 10 behind the ball? Like, what do you actually want him to do? Please drop it in the comments. I need to know. Uh, and I'm going to put, this is the question that's going to go on Twitter. What do we need Dybala to do when we're parking the bus? I, I, like, I really want to know this because I don't know what, what people are seeing in, 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 when they're watching these matches. So the team's sitting deep. We're asking for trouble. And I think these are garbage tactics. We complained about it in the past. Now, all of a sudden, it was acceptable today. It wasn't acceptable. It's ridiculous. Um, 84th minute. And you looked like when we did have the, uh, the opportunity chance, you know, McKinney gave a ball to, to try and lock Dybala. It was kind of a chip. And the Lazio defender kind of, he, he intercepted it. I mean, th- there, was, there was times, but there's complacency setting in. Obviously, 87th minute, Bernardeschi comes on for Morata. Morata seemed to pick, maybe he had a knock or he wasn't feeling it. So that's the only reason why he made, you know, uh, that, that sub. And I didn't think it was a horrible idea. You try and get a guy with light, even though, again, I'm not a fan of Bernardeschi. People were coming out of the woodwork to like sla- slander Dybala and come up with defenses of Cuadrado, Bernardeschi, Danilo, but barring this year, has been, he was a ghost of himself the past, from whenever we bought him. Uh, so I don't even want to even hear, oh, D- D- Danilo is going to give him shit. Yeah, he was giving shit because he deserved it. He picked up a fucking red card after when he no- when we were down a defender, if you recall correctly. Uh, and he, he made a stupid two stupid challenges. But don't forget that one, guys. Don't forget that one. Um, 90th minute. And then, so I'm looking and I'm, I'm watching this game for a second time. Like I said, I was probably half asleep. So when I wake up in the morning and go and, and meet up with my family and I'm looking at Twitter and I'm going down, I'm going through and I'm taking a barrage of hits from uh, the liberals and the Democrats. And <laughs> I'm seeing the freaking, uh, the, the, the Juve fans turn on Dybala again. And I'm like, did I miss something? Did I really, maybe, you know, I was half asleep. I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe I passed out momentarily. Maybe I woke, I don't, I don't know. So I'm, I'm, I'm going slowly, slow and steady in this 90th minute. We start. Dybala with a smart retention. Cross over to the other side to Frabota. We hold on to the ball. Perfect. Because, again, we're defending a one nothing lead. Let's take that into account. Then, again, Dybala loses the ball uh, right after. But smart blocks it. We get the ball back. And... Um, he puts it the he puts it back across to uh, I can't remember who it was, but we retained the ball. Then there was a nice outlet, to, or I think it was a, there was a nice outlet to Rabiot, and we kind of moved it around and held on to the ball again. Perfect. Dybala with a beautiful ball to Bernardeschi was a little bit too much. Whatever, that's fine. Uh, again, we're holding this one nil lead. Okay. Ninety fourth minute. Now you guys. Let's take this slow. 94th minute. We get it. We're in our half. It's the ball is on our right side. Again, right side looking down to the Lazio end. McKenny wins a ball back. Beautiful. Okay, we're gonna hold on. Nothing. Gives the ball to Dybala. He gets a little overexcited. He tries to pull the ball and, and go for a run. Okay, he double hits it or he hits it and he knocks it into the into the touchline. Uh, and they and Lazio gets a, a throw in. Okay, 
throw into Lazio. This is beautiful because literally from just that mistake, you've attributed this whole going in that's about to happen on Dybala. Okay, throw into Lazio. I don't know who was throwing the ball in. I'm guessing it was uh, maybe it was Pereira or um, maybe it was what's his face that got subbed in. One of their defenders. I'm guessing one of one of their wingers mm-hmm. gives throws the ball in perfectly to Correa. We have Bentancourt and Cuadrado two on one, and he splits both those motherfuckers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was not mentioned at all this morning, except a good piece by Al. And sure, he did give the blame to uh, to Dybala a little bit. Sure, you got to be smarter than that. Maybe kick it down the field. Whatever. Literally, no one said that. That's one. Next thing, we get Demiral and Rabio in the box. That is the next two line in defense. Literally beats both of those motherfuckers. They're playing soft. They were playing soft as shit. Make the fucking tackle. You got two guys on one. Okay? And they still were beat. Let them put the ball through to Caicedo. You look at Bonucci again, soft covering. <laughs> what, what are we surprised? What are we shocked? Let them turn, and he buries it into the corner. Ew. How was that Dybala's fault? Literally, if you need to play that back again, play it back again. Tell me where in that sequence, besides giving up the throw-in, is that the Dybala's fault? Literally, man. Please, I want your take on this because yeah. I was sh- I, I literally, you know, caught up again. You know, I, I kind of we couldn't push our I pushed the time back that we did this podcast, but like I don't know. What do you think, man? Like I'm I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my yeah, mind. Well, yeah, I mean, I def- I think you said it really well. That Dybala in that play, it was not like even okay. He could have done better with that ball. Right. He could have held it or cleared it. Whatever you would have said that he could have done, he could have done that. But then you have a, a throw in, and Zagi tells them exactly where to throw it. He's an open man on Crea, even though he's being defended by Bentancur and Cuadrado. So he goes right in between them. No intensity by our defense. He goes past two more players. Then you have um, Caicedo being marked by Bonucci and Mikeni right next to him. Easy pass in between and a goal. And then it's like Juventus players, they just look like they were absolutely defeated right after. They like no intensity. At the end, they just look like they were going to sit back and the win would, would have been gifted to them. But yep. that's not how you see. You have to play with intensity for the whole game, not just the first half. And honestly, man, that's that's all she wrote. Um, yeah. Literally, that's on Pirlo. I mean, we've been soft as shit defensively for four games now. No changes. No tightening up, no, you know, ro- uh, holding back. And look, even we're sitting behind, we're parking the bus and they're still moving in between us. There's still, there was still, had, I, I didn't even mention, they probably had three, four other chances. I didn't even mention in that before the 94th minute. And this is what our fans are, are pinpointing. Got a guy and comparing it to fucking Evra. Like, yeah, come on. That was crazy. Literally. Even ever in that situation, it's the same thing, okay? But the only thing is, is he didn't put the ball out. (laughs) (laughs) Ever put the ball up the field and they still came back. So if Dybala does that and the same fucking thing works out where we're not, again, it's still going to come down to him. So guys, literally the fan base has gone to, you know, they've lost their marbles. Um, 
I don't know what you guys want. I really don't. Um, and I think a lot of you don't deserve the fucking Champions League, but we're so like you literally won't back your team. Um, I thought Ronaldo was decent. I think it, I would not blame him for the loss. Um, even though I mentioned a lot of spots that you know he could have been clinical, and so that's something he's got to improve on. Um, but nowhere to say it was Ronaldo's fault, nowhere to near to say it was Dybala's fault. This was a team loss, and the team's got to get better, whether we like it or not, whether you want to slander Dybala or not. This team is not winning Champions League. This team, I don't even know if we're winning Scudetto because we're not good enough right now. And Pirlo's got to rectify this. Again, more questions he's got to answer. I thought we were on the right direction after those last two games. Two good, I mean, decently solid 4-1 wins. Um, but we had stuff to improve. We didn't improve it. We faced a better team. Let's hope this break does something. Um, I don't know what else to say, my friend. Um, literally, we're an outrage fan base now. Uh, we get way too high when we win. We get way too low when we lose. Literally. I got Turin Giants saying when we can judge fucking tactics and not. I got Aryan saying that Dybala's protected after what I just explained oh, no. to you. What are we protecting? What are we protecting? The team was shit awful on a sequence. They scored. So we got that. Then we got some actual, you know, intelligent people. Um, we got people, you know, saying, you know what? Team's been bad. We Al, po perfect post. Um, shout out all you Vicast. Thanks for coming on the 50. Literally, guys. <laughs> we deserve this. Um, and the fans deserve this sh these shit scenarios because we 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 walk into the and we try and find scapegoats and we try and look at you know who can we blame today and then we defend mediocre talents. We defend the Bernardeskis. People were even defending Kadira. You think Kadira has <laughs> the legs? Are you serious? Fuck me, man! Like, what are their fans watching? Like, get it off the towel. Get off your phone during the game. Watch the fucking games. Like, it's not that different. We're not talking rocket science. We're talking calcio. This is basics. Basic defending. Basing, basic attacking. Like, it's... It, we're, we're, like, we're not... They barely could figure out how to do go from uh, a fucking 4-5-2... Or a four four two to a fucking three five two, or a three four one two, we're still doing it. Keep the same formation. Make it simple. These are easy things to do. We talk about it. Multiple people are saying this. You've mentioned it. Others have mentioned it. You know, knowledgeable fans. But like, we literally have to sit, and it's like this whine. Like every game about oh we did he Dybala is not a hundred percent when he was literally. I guarantee you, they told him on the sidelines. Just go out there and, you know, win the balls back. Be smart. Don't give up position too much. You know, press when you can. Come back and, and you know, and help. Uh, that's what Del Piero was asked for a lot of the times. And he did the same thing too. But, you, you know, when, when – and we're giving – oh, Del Piero never got got the just as much. Was never – was wanted to be sold. Like, come on, guys. Like, I don't know. I, I, I literally got Hashim shit takes. Aryan's the next one. Turin Giants telling people what they want. Bitchy, but then bitching about, so, literally bitch about social media 99% of the time. 
um we got we, we got our our other friends saying oh yeah now, now we're now all of us are simping oh yeah yeah dibala he isn't playing that well <laughs> like what are you watching shake your heads man maybe take maybe take this international break go to the spa get a massage <laughs> clear your heads maybe get your eyes checked uh do what you got to do and prepare for this night because it doesn't get any easier okay uh this is only going to be harder and harder and to pl- say we're going to play like this and beat barcelona in the camp now good luck with that kiss that fucking goodbye right now kiss that goodbye um but anyways just some final uh, words from yourself anthony appreciate you putting up yeah. with me this whole podcast yeah, no problem but give it to us straight man yeah yeah i like like how you said i think the fan base is really like overreacting mostly and putting the, like making uh, one player scapegoat just how, how they have been for many seasons and i don't think it's going to change you always got new fans well that they like to call themselves fans coming in that support yeah. the team for one player well ronaldo fanboys and they don't watch the game but they come on twitter and then they look what other people are saying about dibala or how and then they say oh okay chiellini bonucci buffon all these players need to go because the um the past of Juventus needs to go because the history of Juventus isn't going to help us going forward at all. And I think that it's like, it's really shameful to see people talking about our club like that. And you said it perfectly. We have no culture. We have no presence. I mean, Buffon, again, Chiellini picked up a knock in training. Some people were saying, I, I really hope, I, I know a lot of people saying he's done. Again, Played him way too early. Frabota could have played that game against Ferenc Varos. Why are you risking Chiellini? He was not ready. So I hope we don't do this now with Delict because we think now we need a boost in defense. We do this with Alexandra and play him for fucking 15 <laughs> games in a row. How can, how are we, how is this not common sense? Like, I don't know, uh, Anthony, man. Like, no morals, no values, no integrity, nothing with this club. This club is a shell of itself. There's there's no leaders. People were people were saying in the Spezia game, Ronaldo came on with leadership. What the hell did he do in that last minute? Like, did you actually watch those minutes? What because he he, <laughs> he scored a penalty that he didn't win? What are you celebrating? What the fuck are you actually celebrating? Like, it's, oh my God, man. Like, I knew I was going to have one of these podcasts. If it wasn't going to be after the Spezia one, I knew it was going to be today. I just, just the way I saw Twitter going, I, I knew it was going to be a shit show. And we're going to get to three up, three down. The only polemic that really I saw was the handball from, uh, or, well, what people thought was a handball against Rabiot. Perfectly tucked his hands. I think there was no issue not giving that penalty. Um, but three down. To me, honest, I don't even want to do this. I think the whole team should fucking go yeah. three down. I think Mora- I'm going to say some players that I thought were good. Frabota showed he can play with the boys. Uh, Rabiot was decent. Bentancourt, I-, I-, I think, was okay, but uh, needs some improvement. Cuadrado was, I thought, okay. Good cross into to Ronaldo. Uh, Borucci, not strong enough. Too shaky. Deminel, I thought was okay, but I thought the part- partnership was okay. 
uh, who, who else do we got? Because I don't want to give ratings. I don't want to cut. Uh, I, th- yeah. I think there's enough of that out there right now. And <laughs> and uh, I think the guys who are actually doing ratings now do a, a damn good job. So I'm not going to jump on that anymore. I kind of stopped doing it after the end of the season. But um, what else do we got? What else do we got on this team? Uh, Danilo. Danilo, strong, as always. I would say he's probably one of the top three. Uh Kulusevsky, I thought, did a good job. Chesney, I think, is always good for, for now. Um, Morata, I thought, was really good. Ronaldo needs to be more clinical. But I, I don't think he had a horrible game. But I think he has to be more clinical. It's yeah. Look at the subs. Bernardeschi, not enough to judge. Dybala at, well, did what he was asked. Wasn't like what everyone's saying. Wasn't at fault for the goal. Um, McKenney, I think, was okay. Had a couple mistakes, but also again coming on to sit back. I think they did fine. Um, we just we need we need to be more one clinical. Two, we need more intensity after this break. Um, we need to start pressing more, and we need to stop acting. If we want to go into this attacking-minded, you know, uh, moving the ball around, making runs, playing an offensive style, we got to get away from this bullshit sitting back. Okay. If we pumped in three, four goals, it wouldn't have this game. That, that ending wouldn't have even mattered. So, I mean, I don't know. Do you have three bottom, three that would go down, three that would go up? Mm-hmm. It's up to you, buddy. Buddy, <laughs> I'm just three. Like the worst players today. I mean, even though Benucci was decent, I would I would put him down because okay, not strong enough on defense. Um, at times made some of the same mistakes we've been seeing, and I you could put him at fault for the. 94th minute goal. Um, Quadrado is all right. Mm. Benson core. I mean, like all players were really like not at the top of their game today. So it's hard to pick three of the worst. Yeah. But yeah, I would say Benson core because of how many times that he passed the ball back into our half instead of trying to influence a forward attack and kind of being wasteful. Good point. And, I mean, even as hard as it is to put Ronaldo on the top, the worst players, like he had, he couldn't been the one to push the team to be, yeah. make it a three, four, zero win. Exactly. And so that's the lead. That's him. like yeah. perfect. That's the leadership you need. If you're, if you're going to talk about leadership and you're going to use that as your argument, I got to see it. Okay. I can't just talk about it and say, Oh, look at, he's the great motivator. Look at the Instagram tweet posts he makes and, Look, he really wants to drive this team. I didn't see that today. Did you see that today? I didn't. I haven't seen. I didn't see it. I didn't see it at all. I saw stepovers. I saw selfish play. I saw missing free runs. What do you want me to say, guys? Like, do you want me to line be like, you know what, guys? We should have given Ronaldo another six balls right on his foot, right so we can tap him in. You know, we didn't do that. So the rest of the team was horrible. But Ronaldo was A1 today, guys. Is that what you want me to come out and say? Is that what you want actual Juve fans? Or do you want to get down to business, find out what we're lacking, and hope that this team improves? Again, we can say all we want. But it's got the team's got to improve. The team's got to do the work. You know, I can't go to to uh, uh, Continasa or to even when Vinovo when they were there and say, come on, guys, like, let's go. This is what you got to improve on. I don't get to the opportunity. I mean, if Juve wants to call me up, call me up. I'll be on the plane tomorrow. But if they don't, that's all I can just bitch to the camera. That's it. So, 
But uh, who are your top three, boss, if uh, if you had to? Thanks for playing along. We'll get into the comments yeah. next, but uh, go ahead. All right. Top three, I would say Danilo. Strong going forward. Didn't play any, like, really bad passes. And also strong in influencing the defense. I would say Morata, based on his playmaking ability, a good vision, um, was trying to get the team going forward. And then it would have to be one of Rabio or Frabota because I both I liked how both of them played. Frabota played really well going forward, yeah. and he was trying to track back. And Rabio, he was probably the strongest midfielder out of the two, if you consider Kulusevski a third. Okay. Winning balls in the airs, I would say it would have to be either Rabio or Frabota. Yeah. Well, look, I I think I think you, there's there's many ways you could have you know who you wanted to pick, who you wanted to like, but you know I I agree, I respect that those choices. Um, but let's get into the, the and this is where I have a problem too. So we, we, we look into the, what Pirlo's saying after the match and, you know, he says, I'm happy with the game, but not with the result. Okay, fine. We're always looking, working to improve every game. We always need to put ideas on the pitch. Okay, perfect. Let's remember that we also without some of our players. That's where I take the exception. This is the second time now that he's mentioned fucking players. Yeah. You told us, and again, Al mentioned this perfectly. Go back and check on the 50th episode, guys, and watch all the episodes. Get Frankie some love on that episode there. Uh, way, 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 way too... Un- these videos underviewed, underviewed, especially with these amazing guests that we have on, including yourself, Anthony. But, Thank you. Um, again, second time. From a guy that came out before the season and said, I don't put the... Uh, I don't, I don't uh, force players into uh, different situations. I use what I have at my disposal in the right way. Okay, so do it then. Don't say, if, if you can change the formation, if you have no set formation and we can play however, uh, we fit it to the players that we have, why are you bitching about players not being injured? What is that all about? But and then he goes, but these must not be excuses. Then why are you saying it? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, don't say it. You can't be like, yeah, you know what? Um, we're not really playing that, but, 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 but what? <laughs> don't say the, don't say the statement. So again, we're trying to conduct this kind of football. And as we have seen today, we have many solutions. Danilo's done very well. I agree. Uh, Ronaldo's fundamental. I agree. We've been way too reliant on him though. We need way more contribution from the rest of the team. That's another major thing that we didn't really touch on. Uh, but those who entered did well too. We must improve in holding the ball, but overall we are satisfied. Dybala came in willingly. It happens to be not very well. He wants to play. These situations need to be better managed. Okay. A kicking out of the ball, sure. But let's forget the four fucking... So you could have come out there and say, you know what? This is how this is how a leader and a coach should come up. You know what? Actually, it wasn't Dybala's fault. We had two, three situations there. We didn't really defend... We could have we could have stopped that even even with the even with the the situation we had Quadrado and we had uh, Bentancur on the ball they let a guy go around them that's what a coach has got to say okay especially a guy that you know doesn't have confidence that's what you got to come out in the media and say back your guy that's supposed to be the one bringing us up there with Ronaldo okay like that's a horrible that's horrible and maybe that's a wrong translation I don't know but. That's 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 shit. Um, we need malice and the desire to win. 
to achieve these results, to win championships, you don't have to give up nothing. I agree. But show us. Make sure our players are in that mentality. Don't just say it. There's too much lip service I'm getting right now. He's saying all the right things. But again, so people didn't like how Sarri talked. But we got what we got. People like what Pirlo like what Allegri. But then they never did anything. Like, Allegri had all this like, oh, you don't have to play nice. I'll do this bullshit. Oh, talking about so- the calcio and philosophy. And then he goes and sits back at home against Real Madrid. That's lip service, dude. Show your actions. You know, just because you had three games where you made the right subs doesn't mean you're, 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 you're now all of a sudden it gives you the right. Like, to, to, like, not enough common sense. Fans, I don't know. I don't know what they think. But anyways, too much lip service. He needs to get it right. The strings, again, we were loosening up the strings after this 4-1. Now we're tightening the strings again. Um, again, he talks about the head is the most important thing, which I'm assuming he's referring to Dybala. If you go on the pitch with not so positive attitude, you get bad performances. Too bad for the result we deserved, but overall, I'm satisfied with the with the performance. Again, wrong thing to say in the media. Federico Chiesa wasn't able to play in the second in the last second. That's fine, whatever. Giorgio Chiellini is injured. Both Alexander and Matias Delic are out, but these can't be excuses. Again. Oh, my God. Fucking whatever. Um, Bonucci made some comments. We played 93 minutes and 45 seconds as Juve. We were solid in the defensive phase and aggressive in front. I don't know 100% of that. Lazio had zero chances. Then a ball that we could manage better. We conceded because we were not focused. Perfect, Perfectly said. But, again, zero chances. I don't know about that. They had a lot of chances they could have capitalized on. Um, we have to improve, absolutely, in finishing out chances. There are moments when... You, where you can risk something others where the ball has to be kicked out of the stadium sure whatever um Lazio didn't worry us in those 15 seconds they scored too easily we didn't risk anything against a team that creates great opportunities we created three or four chances to score goals but in order to win and be a complete team these games must be won that's facts um but you you also are forgetting that they did have chances to score and they had about three or four chances as well so I mean, sure, you if you want to say, okay, we were defensively, we're okay at times, let them wait, let them have the ball way too much. Um, and again, during that like last minute, like we were clearing balls out, like not to say that we weren't, but again, there was a lapse in judgment by the whole team, and that's why it's a one one, I think, deservedly. So, any kind of thoughts on, on the press conference, uh, Anthony, of, of obviously the after you know comments of the coach and, and Bonucci? Yeah, I mean, I think. What was said was, I mean, there wasn't much to say after this, but yeah. what they did say that I liked from Pirlo, I liked how he said that, yeah, the game starts with the head in referring to Dybala, but I wish that he would have talked more on not putting the blame on one player, like you said he should have, and putting the blame on more of the whole team and we need to improve. Yeah. I did not like that he put, he said again, okay, yeah, we were missing players, but as a top team, you can't use that tier as an excuse. When you have a, a big wage bill, and a exactly. big team compared to everybody else and the teams you're playing. Lazio, we're missing three key players. And you didn't see any complaining after the game from exactly. Inzaghi. That's the mentality that you got to have, which we don't have right now. And those were key players, like we mentioned before. Yeah. It's not like those were like, you know, subs. Those were starters. Um, and yeah, again, you're filling in perfectly, uh, Anthony, with that with those comments. Like, yeah, no excuses. Like, I don't know, I don't know what, what you expect. This is coaching. This is not FIFA. Like, again, yeah. that's that's another sect 
of our, our fans or the, the FIFA mentality where it's just like, yeah, let's just do whatever we want. And yeah, we can throw this in. Uh, anyways, let's look forward, not behind. Again, there's lots to improve. We know that. Um, we're going to have a little bit of a break. And we're not going to be back, I believe, until the 21st or 22nd with a game against Cagliari. And I believe, when is that? Is that at home? Yes, it is at home. So yep. we're back at home. And um, I think we've talked a lot about how we need to improve. Um, I want to ask you this, though. How, let's say we're getting the majority of our players back. Maybe Chiellini's not back. We'll say Delict will be 100%. Alexandro, 100%. Um, who else we got? Chiesa will be back. How are we lining up? How do you want to see this team line up after the after the uh, after the break? All right. Well, um, on Twitter, I voiced my opinion. I would love to see a four-two-three-one with Alessandro and either Demiral, Bonucci, Delict, Chesney, Danilo, uh, Artur. Um, one of Rabiot, Bentancourt, and McKenny for a defensive stability from CDM. I would like to see uh, Dybala in the middle cam to go forward, uh, Ronaldo on the left, and then either Chiesa, Kulusevski on the right, and then Morata on top. That would be, for me, my ideal formation. Yeah, I think I think that would be sweet. Yeah. I really th- I really think that would be awesome. Um, I think we got a lot. When, when everyone's healthy, we should have a lot of options. I like that. I think we should, if we're using either Artur or Bent, like I would love to play them both. That would be awesome. Um, I think they've actually done really well as the holders of the ball um, when they've had the chance. So uh, that's kind of comforting to see. But if we're going to play, now I want, I want Cuadrado on the bench. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm putting Danilo on the right back. And then again, whoever you want whatever rotation, whether you want to start Delict and Bonucci or Delict and Demiral or Demiral, Bonucci, whatever, Chiellini can throw into that rotation, whatever. Just keep rotating them. Keep them fresh. Make sure everybody knows their role. That's it. Alexander on the left with Frabota as his, as his backup. Um, then we get, uh, we get into, like I said, the midfield, the two. I agree with you. Maybe you can throw McKenny in there if we're in a team that, you know, we might need a little bit more protection, so to speak. And then again, I would put, yeah, Dybala, Ronaldo on the left, um, either Chiesa or Kulusevski on the right, and Morata up top. Um, or I would play 4-3-3. And the only difference with that would be either whoever you want to hold the ball. So if you want Artur to hold the ball that game, he's the center. You put Bentancourt, you put Rabio beside him. You put Ronaldo on the left, Dybala up top, or Dybala on the right and Morata up top. And then we work in Chiesa, we work in um, Kulusevski. And I think when you work it like that with a 4-3-3, it allows for guys to come in and play a, a Cagliari or play a Benevento or play whoever we got, to, like some of these low, that, that can take the load and everybody can kind of be fresh. Now that's what, you, in a perfect world, that's what you want. But I don't know. We'll have to wait and see who's 100%. I don't want to rush anyone back in. I, don't, I definitely don't want to rush to lick back in. I definitely don't want to rush uh, Alexandro back in because it's not necessary. Um, again, hopefully that we can have that full strength lineup against Barcelona. Um, that's, that's really what I'm looking forward to. Uh, what else do we got? Well, what do you think about this international break? There's been a lot said. 
Um, lockdowns are happening for two weeks in a lot of places in Europe. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm honestly not a big fan of the international break at all. Because, yeah. I mean, it's like a glorified friendly, basically. And to be playing under these conditions, I think it's crazy yeah. that they still go on. Especially now that teams are finally getting better and players are finally coming back. And now that players are just being thrown back into the international break. Yeah. And you're going to see injuries and coronavirus cases. I don't think it's going to be a good situation after. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, if it was my perfect world, they would have just kept the break in place. Let If guys want to like relax, chill out, let them do that. If they want to train with the team, maybe have a reduced uh, practice schedule. Everybody stays home. Everybody chills. Don't worry about it. Obviously, we have it, so life goes on, and we got to deal with the consequences of it. But I personally would have just given it as a holiday. Um, postpone the, the Nations League for this year. The only thing that we need to play is those uh, qualifiers for those smaller teams to get in. I think it would be great for them to get in because I wouldn't say cancel that because it's a once in a life. Oh, I mean, who knows how many times they'll be able to make this Euro in this new format. And it gives teams like Kosovo and Northern Ireland and I believe Bosnia is in there or possibly they were in there. Um, and some, you know, smaller teams to get into the big dance when, you know, these countries never would have a chance before. Um, so definitely let those guys play. But again, we move on. Uh, Juve, or Juve, Italia is going to be playing. And I might have to talk. I might have to put some, you know, you know, see how we're playing and maybe do a couple podcasts. Whoever, if any of you guys want to join, you're more than happy. We could do three, four, maybe two, three people on there and just shoot the shit uh, over the break. But obviously that's going to be Italia, Estonia in Firenze on uh, Wednesday, November 11th. So guys, if you're interested, that's just a friendly though. Then we get into group A1, which is really breaking down the Nations League. Poland has a record of 2-1-1 and one with seven points. Italy 1-3-0 with six points. Um, Netherlands 1-2-1 one, one, one with five. So pretty close group. And Bosnia 0-2-2 two two with two points. Okay, so how does this all shake out? Because, again, there's a final berth on the line for a trophy. If you want to call it a Mickey Mouse trophy, you can. Uh, it doesn't really matter. I mean, to me, uh, the more, you know, caps that in, in a perfect world, in a world with no COVID, in a year that you're, let's say, this was the year before, the year after a Euro, you know, you want to you want to have competitive games for, for your young players. And, and uh, that final, maybe it doesn't mean anything to some, but it's still valuable minutes um before what would be next would be the world cup so again it's useful um italy's gonna be playing poland on sunday november 15 2020 i think it's gonna be a big game me and my buddy jesse we're gonna be going back and forth um at home um i want to check exactly i forgot to put down where it is let's have a look-see um but the next game will be on the road in bosnia wednesday november 18 2020 and if we win both games, we're good. We're going on. Um, that's just the bottom line. It's going to be in Reggio Emilia. So, um, Mapai Stadium where uh, Sassuolo plays. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's going to be very interesting. Again, it's going to be a big game. Uh, group decider, I would say. Uh, Poland's going to go on to play uh, Holland in the next set of games. So, if... if uh, 
if Italia wins, go up to nine points. And then uh, I believe all we would need is a potential draw. Think so. No, we would need a win. No, we still no need way. a win. Because if Holland beats Bosnia, it depends on the Holland Bosnia. If it's a draw, if, if Bosnia wins or Holland draws that game, then we can all obviously take a draw after uh, beating Poland. But let's just do it right. Let's win both games, get into that final, maybe be able to put a patch on our jersey. Um, you know, ever since 2006, it's been a little bit of a, a little bit of a drought, but. Uh, I hope to see a lot of the young guys play too. Get, get, let let them get some minutes. Um, and uh, I know uh, Mancini uh, had COVID. Hopefully he can recover, and um, and uh, he can get better. And in time, obviously for the year. Well, obviously, uh, you know he is an older he is an older uh, he is an older guy. So you got to be careful. Hopefully uh, nothing but the best, and he recovers one hundred percent. And I believe we just have the one question. Any thoughts on um, the national team, boss? Mm, no, nah, just hopefully Italy uh, give their best in these two games. We could get two wins out of these. Uh, past performances from the last international break were a little shaky. So hopefully we get our regroup yeah. performance and a little bit of improvement. So, yeah, hopefully we get those two wins done. And that was another, don't freak out after these performances because really, guys, it doesn't mean shit, okay? Like, last time we played, and it was right in, you know, the usual September break, which was essentially after everybody was still kind of chilling uh, from from the season previous. And, like, people are like, what? They're freaking out that we drew Bosnia. And it was just like, guys, like, relax. Calm down. We'll be fine. Uh, well, life goes on. It's just we're, we're, no one was prepared for it. So it is what it is. And uh, let me get this question up. I'm, I'm wasting time. But uh, I believe it was from Iskander. Where are we? Are we? Where are we? Who always, who always chimes in. So thanks, boss. I appreciate it. Um, you definitely, uh, you definitely are always a uh, whole, and I can't wait to be on his podcast. Uh, I believe it's going to be the same time he comes up for the same potential game. Um, that's going to be around the time we play Parma. So stay tuned to that. We're going to get some great content, uh, chill in his, uh, in his, in his sweet, uh, Juve museum that they have for the club of Singapore there, Juve club, Singapore. And I can't wait. We're going to talk about some of the pieces on the wall. You know, we'll talk about the fan club. I'll bring some of my piece, some of my special jerseys out. And we'll just have a good time. Plus, we'll do a couple podcasts, talk about the team, and uh, create some 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 great content for you guys. So, again, thank you guys for, for everyone who does contribute, even if it's, you know, same day. You guys are always there. Um, but as Kander says, sometimes old-fashioned football does help. You're guaranteed the three points away to Lazio defense. Uh, does mean uh, changing an attacker to a more defensive player, but it never happens. Um, why do we let away total nine points that should be ours? And I think, yeah, I mean, we've been pretty pretty terrible on the road uh, this season. So what are your thoughts on, on, on the woes? I mean, he does mention the... Uh, the, the uh, the Wolves defensively, right? I mean, we don't get that midfielder coming back and uh, and helping out when we when we have our our yeah. way, our fullbacks going out, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I definitely think that on the road we've been really bad. And there has been – we should have – if we just kept a higher intensity during these games, these could have all been winning games. Yeah. So if, so if you look back at the draws we had, like, of course, you could first start with today's draw. We've, ta- we've talked about it already. But if we could have just kept the defense at a higher intensity at the end, yeah. we could have won against this. And then if you look back at the draw against Hellas Verona, you see the team had no intensity basically until – we were we were down basically. We had no intensity. This could have been a winning game. Same yeah. thing with Roma. Uh, the same problem as until we were down, we really had no going forward at all and no motivation to score. So I think it comes down to that. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it's unfortunate, man. Like I, I always like to say, you know, we hope for the best, but expect the worst, and we've been getting the worst. I mean, you can't. There's no way around it. And when you're looking to uh, add these signature wins, right, you know, against teams like Lazio, we're going to obviously come up against Milan at some point. Uh, I'm guessing a little bit. We're going to have Barcelona again. We're going to have Torino. We're going to have Atalanta. Um, Then after that, Milan. And then Merda. And then Roma again. And then we go again. So literally... There's nothing really signature about this 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 fixtures that we've had, um, and those are the you got to pr- when when you go to write your exam when you go to have the when the test comes, you got to put up or show or, or shut up. So we've really we haven't been up to the task, and we deserve to sit in fifth place, and that's about it. I mean, there's nothing to to really celebrate about in in that sense, um, but let's hope for the better. Let's hope for the best. I mean, this team is definitely capable of doing that. But, um, yeah, buddy, I, I appreciate you coming on and just uh, no having a, little, a little bit of a you know, therapy session, if you want to call that, uh, with me because uh, we've been you know, trying to pump out as much content as we can. But I, I, I really wanted to, with this, that whole election through a wrench in all my plans and just was anxious throughout the whole week and – you know, wasn't, wasn't really a happy camper. So I was happy that I got up the content. I did. Uh, we're going to try and get Anton back on here at some point. And probably in the, like I said, we got all of this week. So there's, there's lots of time. And I hope that uh, you guys are enjoying the content again. Like I said, Anthony, thank you for coming on. Check Anytime. him out. I always forget to do this, but always check him out at underscore Anthony Juve. And, uh, yeah, he, he's always got great takes and, uh, we're always kind of conversing, uh, on Twitter and stuff like that. Guys, again, I always stress it enough. Drop some comments. Please just smash the like button. Please check out these videos. These guys are coming out. They're spending their time, uh, with me and hopefully with you guys. Um, so show the love, um, even if you want to just pick, uh, parts of the parts to listen to, I know these are long and that's why I'm going to be trying my best to putting out some short form content for you guys who are kind of busy and, and just need that little one to 10 minute fix uh, when you can. So I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to rectify that for you guys. And uh, yeah, thank you for all the support, follow, subscribe, drop a comment, drop a rating, drop a five star. If, if you so feel uh, iTunes pod, uh, Podbean, Spotify, YouTube, uh, Google podcast and the like. Juventinita, D-A-L, non-politics version coming right up. If you want the politics, 
at Daniel and Eagle, which it seems like you guys are like falling rampantly and I never post. So go figure, but um, yeah, thank you guys and stay tuned for more. We're going to have content coming out very soon. Like I said, this one will be out. We'll get more podcasts. I got a great lineup of guests that I'm already just looking to my right for and uh, some names that, you know, some names that are brand new and uh, I hope you enjoy everything. So uh, enjoy uh, these couple of weeks. I know it's going to get colder, but as always, you know, Forza Juventus. Forza Juventus. Right, guys, thanks for listening.